0: Don't need money. Did I show don't you the sign? I don't think exactly so. i you need to feel high. If feeling down. Don't tell me why. I love that bassline right there that walked out.
1: Them double claps i know i like fucking
0: love this like chorus but this little like bridge thing right here is my favorite and i love the like syncopation of the guitar anyways um so yeah that song's called spotlight i just felt like i n- needed to play this for you because I like heard a bunch of individual songs from this album and I never actually went to the album from whence they came and then like recently I fucking heard this song and was like oh my god I made a huge mistake and basically it's like a sleeper hit you know like I just like I missed it and I feel like you shouldn't have to suffer because of that you know
1: I feel like I have suffered. I've suffered because I didn't get to hear these double claps.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. But this is what I'm saying. It's like, should I just like not say it to you because it's old quote unquote? Or should I just be like, YOLO, this is my sleeper hit.
1: Obviously, YOLO the fuck out of that.
0: Shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, welcome to Backtrack. I'm Em. I'm Jay. And um. so yeah, we have a pretty mellow intro this week because I a had that sleeper hit and was like this is important for the for the people and also I like and I'm telling this story because I feel like there are three really three members of the well four there are four members of the podcast there's me there's you there's dad and then there's my honda civic and I promise this there's a reason that this is relevant to the intro (laughs) but I just got back from this road trip from LA and it was just like a fucking doozy like at the last second we were literally in Glendale we were like fuck it it's 2 p.m like it's a nice day like we should just take the 101 like it's much nicer to have like a seven hour pleasant drive than to like have six hours of misery on the five and so we were like whatever on the 101 and Honda Civics have like really really sensitive tire pressure meters. Like it'll be like check your tire pressure and then you just are like, it's fine. Okay. Friend. Um, <laughs> but we were straight up, we were like gonna stop and slow for dinner. And this is like a little bit over halfway. And the tire pressure meter comes on and I'm like, yo, this is just classic road trip, like, you know, shenanigans. It's fine. And but we're, like, basically at slow. So I'm, like, okay, whatever. I'll just, like, take this exit. We'll, whatever, check out our tire pressure, and then we'll go get some dinner. And we're stopping at the stoplight, like, on, like, literally Oso Street. Like, the main, sort of, or, like, Mars Street. I don't know. It was kind of, like, the main drag of slow. And this, like, giant-ass truck pulls up near us, like, like, right next to us playing fucking Kenny Jesney. Like, the most <laughs> truck, like, truck truckerson ever (laughs) and um then like the light turns green and we all accelerate and this like fucking crazy ass noise starts happening and I was like wow that truck it's got to get its shit together (laughs) then I realized the noise was sort of like tracking with how like I was accelerating my car and I like pulled over because I was like something ain't right And I get out of the car and it is, like, the flattest motherfucking flat tire I've ever seen in my goddamn life. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it is so flat and so dead and so sad. And I literally had to fucking change a tire. Like, it was bad. I mean, it was, like, me and car. Like, it was fine. But I had to, like, jack a car up. And, like, my hands were, like, covered in, like, tire black stuff (laughs) and, like, grease. (laughs) i was like fucking using like simple machines to like lever my car up and like taking out lug nuts and shit and the fucking spare tire by the way is like a skinny ass motherfucker like it's not a real tire it's like a bb also you can only go 55 fucking miles an hour i went like 65 but that you can probably go faster but i was like too nervous because i didn't want to like fucking fly off and then die
1: yeah obviously that would
0: but that's why I got here so late no. cuz I literally okay. could not go faster.
1: I forgive you and also at the same time, why did you go past 55? What I, if I was getting... What if it did actually fly off and then you were just like, "Oh hey, <laughs> like hey guys, like Podcast what do you canceled. do if you don't have a spare, <laughs> spare tire, tire anymore because you personally <laughs> fucked up
0: honestly i'm not even trying to say i'm like a speed demon or anything but i really like to go with the flow of traffic or faster i mean sometimes it's reasonable but demon at the same time no but here's what i'm I'm saying
1: i'm saying this from sitting in my chair of not having uh any driving
0: experience yeah like but here's the thing like just because of my propensity towards driving at like a normal speed something inside me broke when trucks started passing me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's why I got here so late. That's why I don't really have my game face on. That's why our intro was Neither just of a us song really that do. I'm fucking bopping to. Because that's all I have to give. I have yeah. nothing left.
1: I'm also like, tad congested because someone got me sick.
0: I do who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Anyways. I know you guys all loved that bit about tires. Just, if you ever need to change a tire, HMU, at Backtrack Cast.
1: <laughs> Great. We got
0: it for you.
1: Now you have started something for when people actually listen to this.
0: <laughs> uh, but anyways, let's get into the actual music.
1: Yeah, so Troye Sivan, his album finally released. It is called Bloom. I kind of wish it wasn't called Bloom, because I personally don't I think bloom that...
0: just for you.
1: Okay, that part, is, <laughs> that part is fine. I just think that a song that contains the... I bloom just for you. Like, that, that part, I really don't like that part. <laughs>
0: it's definitely a lot. I know
1: that I don't normally use such strong words as don't, but... <laughs> That no, one that I will actually, say that Yeah, on.
0: that's a pretty strong, that's a pretty hot take.
1: I will say that I really like the album, though. So there's that. Um, I think that Seventeen was, like, a really good starting song for it because I think that it transitioned, like, sort of like how I was talking about this with the Minsky album, is that, like, Seventeen transitions really well from the style of Blue Neighborhood, which is the last album, um, into, like, the new era and so like it was like really fun sort of like getting into that vibe um you love that shit I do and you don't have any of the context for it because you didn't even listen to the other one you were like "Mm, me this album isn't as good as you say it is (laughs) that's
0: true but I also said that I was ready to have my eyes opened I'm ready hit me with your best shot you know like I want to like all the stuff that I hear well fine then (laughs) I got these beliefs that I think you want to break Got something here to lose that I think you want to take from me You say that I'm asleep but I don't want to be awake Got something here to lose that I know you want to take and he said age is just a number, just like any other, we can do The age is just a number has such a like
1: Yeah it weighs
0: it heavy on the now, queer community, I might say. That's it's true.
1: Especially when gotta, Call Me by Your Name other is other just a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I know
1: what it is. I know why you don't like this album. Oh. Halftime.
0: Okay, I think... Here's the thing, actually. I feel like part of me, I didn't, like, lock and load as I should have. Like, it's not fair for me to be like, oh, it was, like, an okay album. Because when I listened to it, I was also like, uh, maybe I'll listen to this album. Oh, uh, okay. You know, so it's kind of like you get in what you... You get out what you put in. Put okay. Anyway. Okay.
1: But we'll come back to that. Um. So, then after Seventeen, there's, like, the three singles... We've heard them before. My my my, great song. Transitions well between seventeen and that. My 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 is my favorite Mama song. My 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 is
0: so freaking good.
1: I I I'll just put that out there, uncontroversial, hopefully. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyways, um, so then it like comes out of that. Vontalius was saying on Twitter that he cried, uh, while listening to Postcard. And yeah, when the feature comes in, it's like it like hits kind of hard. But at the same time, the feeling that I got from listening to that song was just like, you know, tops are just kind of like that sometimes. (laughs) And that's just how it is.
0: Just your window into the case. Yep. You don't want to elaborate on that? No. Okay, cool. The
1: people who know already know.
0: All right, that's fine. I'm not concerned.
1: Yeah, so anyways, Plum.
0: Oh, I actually liked Plum.
1: Yeah, okay, good. Because Plum is like... I think of the ones that were like new off the album, Plum was my favorite. I think it has a, like a really interesting rhythm. So I'm just going to like play a little bit of this song just to actually show you what I'm talking about. I really like these like fun little stabs here.
0: Like sirens in the streets Maybe time It reminds me of this, like, kind of 80s to 90s, like, pop-ish stuff with, like, the rhythms.
1: Yeah, and I think that that is something that kind of goes all the way through the album.
0: Like, you know this song?
1: No. (laughs) The rain sound in
0: Africa? You know, it's like... Okay, yes, yeah,
1: there we go. <laughs>
0: That's how it sounded. That's how that bit of Plum sounded. A little.
1: Yeah, but then it's, like, fun because, like, the all the emphasis and all the rhythm is in a new place. Yeah. But, okay, but yes, I will give you that, like, I think that the album does sound, like, a little bit more, like, retro-y, and I was actually, like, listening to Blue Neighborhood a little bit to see, like, where that was, and it's interesting because... Blue Neighborhood, I feel, like, leans a little bit towards, like, early 2000s, like, synth pop beats sort of stuff. So, it's, like, it's just, like, doing that sort of again. And I think that is what, also, what he was trying to go for with Bloom is, like, trying to, especially with the music videos, he was trying to go, like, very iconic. And so, like, I think that that was sort of the goal with the album is to, like, Mm -hmm. have that kind of sound. Um, I guess that's all I have to say about the album it's fun. It's cute. It's only 10 songs. Not that much to cover. <laughs>
0: it's true. It's true. Speaking of albums, Eminem also dropped a surprise, dropped an album called Kamikaze. And I felt like I listened to it because I was like, OK, I'm going to listen to it. I listened to Revival. You know, it's like I feel like I should read the news type of thing. I was like, I'm going to listen to this album. I guess I do this music podcast now, so I should probably <laughs> <laughs> do it. Um, and I was so pleasantly surprised. Like, it is a fucking insane. It hit so hard, and I really fucking locked in. I feel like in past Eminem albums, not to say that I was, like, locked into the Eminem show, which literally was released when I was six years old, um, but, like, in other Eminem albums when I, like, tried to get into it, it's hard because, like, the flow is so intricate that you actually have to be, like, paying serious attention to get what you're supposed to get out of it. But then when I would lock in, it would be, like, I, like, hit her with a baseball bat. And then the next line is, like, her with the lace laws. Like. <laughs> wow. That's. <laughs>
1: clearly you're not eminem (laughs) we've ruled that one out
0: basically like he's rapping about like dark twisted shit and so i would have this dissonance where i would like really pay attention and then i'd be like oh wait i wish i hadn't just been listening to that um whereas this album i feel like it was really fucking cutting like what he was saying about current events about rap music about trump which was also hilarious when he was like Agent Orange sent Secret Service agents to my house to ask if I was a terrorist. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> um, it was just so much more engaging. And then I was able to like appreciate his technical prowess a lot more. Yeah. You know, like Ringer, Greatest, um, Lucky You were super, super fucking good. And I felt like the way that he went about poking fun at the state of rap and, like, critiquing the state of rap. Like, when J. Cole did it on 1985, Intro to the Fallout, it was such a uniquely J. Cole take with this, like, strong, heavy, marching flow and, like, talking about the social impacts of rap and, like, the image that it sends to, like, youth and, like, kind of these jabs about love and hip-hop, kind of, like, that was super well done, a uniquely J. Cole take. Eminem's take... (laughs) <laughs> was very uniquely Eminem. Like, this sort of super, super cutting, like, very fast, anything you can do, I can do better type of like mimicry and satire ish type of take. Mm-hmm. When he's like, Gucci Gang, Chicken Way, you know, like, it's just absurd. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes with these album reviews, it's like, the best thing I can do is not ever going to be as, like, legitimate or authentic as anyone actually just listening to the album and then coming up with their own thoughts about it so with regard to like all the f- very very intricate rhyming and like technical skills like I feel like everybody should just go listen to the album and experience it for themselves however that is not to say that I thought this entire album was let's because it was not <laughs>
1: Litsky, Minsky's twin sister,
0: <laughs> who makes trap rap. <laughs> oh, Murder on that beat. Oh, um it's also mustard on the beat and murder on the beat is a different producer. So that's my bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it, I, for example, like normal which is the song in between two skits that I found really funny, um, is about, like, yeah, bitches are so extra. Like, this is, like, you're stupid. Like, bitches are X, Y, Z. I just felt like I was like, okay. I was really hoping that, like, we were not doing that, but I guess we are, so that's chill. Um, He also uses, like, a good amount of slurs. Like, he uses the R word. Um, And in the fall... Doesn't he use the F slur?
1: Yeah. So, um, that one. Okay. I will say still bad. It's a little bit more nuanced than a lot of like headlines are reading though.
0: Which by the way, the headlines are like Eminem is getting a lot of flack for using a homophobic slur.
1: Yeah. So basically what happens is that he is quoting Tyler, the creator, uh, in his use of the F slur to refer to himself. Um, Or, like,
0: theoretically quoting. Like, the line is, like, I see why you called yourself, you know? Yeah.
1: And the line makes use of that to make a homophobic diss for Tyler, the creator, who is, like, out and, like, not straight. So, it's not a great look, still.
0: It's just, like don't like if you're the type of person who's rhyming an entire line with the next entire line which he like references on the skit he's like someone said i rhymed rhyme with chime but i'm rhyming the whole fucking line yeah wow that entire sentence like thing that i just said also all rhymed but um (laughs) just making up maybe you are (laughs) making over my previous my previous attempt um it's like if you're that fucking talented you really don't need to be like how can i rhyme like whatever this slur with that slur
1: yeah i mean it doesn't even rhyme it's just like trying to make fun of tyler the creator in like a homophobic way yeah (laughs) it's just not fun
0: yeah that that is just the look you know like i feel like this is the opposite of an offset situation oh yeah like offset was just trying to like be you know and he was just like I just tried to rhyme some stuff together <laughs> rhyme zone said
1: it was okay <laughs> rhyme zone said it
0: was fine Eminem over here is like oh I could rhyme anything with unplugged toaster but instead I'm gonna choose to do this because this is what I want to do yeah and like I just feel like it's not besides the fact that it's a bad look it's also like so rough for his fans like, he talks about how, like, after the BET Cypher it cut his fan base in half or whatever, or maybe he even set into thirds, and he was like, I was just trying to do the right thing, and at another point in the album, he says, like, I just do this stuff for the kid lip-syncing in the mirror, and the rest I don't really care about. It's like, dude, using slurs, like, the F-slur or, like, the R-word, it's like, what about your fans who fall into those categories?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's
0: an unnecessary diss. And besides just the bad PR, if you really care about, like, these kids who are listening to this shit in their bed and, like, getting real hype, it fucking sucks to be like, I love this song, I love this rapper, this is so cool, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're like, uh oh, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. So I just felt like, It's a bad look for, like, the global scene, and it's a bad look just for those people listening individually as fans. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's tough because in rap, specifically, there's such a line between, like, using slurs as a method of reclaiming identity and reclaiming things and using it as, like, a really shitty, like, derogatory situation and one could argue that if Tyler the creator was using that slur as like a reclaiming thing like you could debate that you could also say that it was detrimental to the community because they're not at a in a space where they are really doing that in a way that's taken in the way that it's meant to be taken by the queer community whatever you could make the argument but for eminem you can't make that argument that that's yeah. what is happening and so regardless of whether he feels like he's quoting tyler the creator and so that's fine quote unquote or whatever i don't even think he said that but like even if you were to make that argument yeah i still don't feel like it's a good look the other thing about the fall is that's Bonnie Vera in the background did you know that
1: um, I mean, I n- realized that it sounded like him.
0: Yeah. So like, it's actually Bonnie Iver is not credited. Apparently Mike will made it like made the beat or like had those vocals from a s- different studio session that wasn't for the Eminem album and was just like, oh, I have this in my fucking iTunes or whatever. So we'll just use it for this Eminem beat. And Bon Iver, like didn't even know he was on the album and then was like, yo, can you not do this? And then they were just like, no.
1: Oh well fuck
0: like don't you feel like that's probably not like legal or something
1: yeah that sounds not super chill
0: to just be like oh like i have this on my computer therefore tis mine yeah to use in another person's song and then release it as actual like music that i will then profit off of
1: yeah that sounds yeah like
0: a mad sketch i don't know um (laughs) But apparently Bonnie Vera was like, I'm like pissed that my vocals are in this song, like tweeted this whole thing out about how like he had asked Mike May to like take it out. And then they said no. And was like, I'm gonna kill this song. Like this is like, not chill. So the song may not even be on Spotify like by the time we release this because it's like they're like fucking serious about it. Good. Anyways, this is what I'm saying. There's good things. There's real bad looks yeah there's just real bad
1: looks that's like maybe six times that we've said bad looks
0: (laughs) (laughs) but in terms of like rap being very lineage based and history being important in every musical genre but especially one where even Eminem notes like without me you don't have like logic you don't have like 50 cent you don't have a lot of these rappers because they derive well 50 cent and Eminem have a different relationship but like you don't like they their flows are derived from this like early 2000s d12 Eminem type of thing yeah also speaking of Eminem and d12 I like stepping stones was such a raw song it's like about how he's like so sorry that when d12 broke up like Eminem got way bigger and the rest of his bandmates kind of got like fucked over huh and he's literally like I never meant to use you all as my stepping stones like he's like it's so raw sometimes but anyway this is what I'm saying you know like there are good things there are bad things like the most legitimate thing you could possibly do would be to listen to it for yourself and then like decide but don't listen to the fall because it has some unnecessary disses and also uses Bonnie Bear's vocals illegally. So, yeah. <laughs> Other news.
1: Okay. So, Son Holo released a new single. Um, it's called Brighter Days with Bipolar Sunshine. And um, I really like Bipolar Sunshine. So, I ended up really liking this single. I, I feel like
0: it's also nice to see Son Holo like, moving in a different direction, kind of. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that one song that he played live. <laughs> that i have yet to hear ever yeah. but it's fine this was still good
1: <laughs> i was hoping that maybe this was it
0: yeah every time every time and then it's not
1: um yeah there's also uh coming at you from nlv records is uh nina jirachi has a new single and this is the first i've ever heard of this person i think it's the first thing that she has released through nlv records um it's called pathetic featuring nah n-a-a-h um i hope that's right but we never know because (laughs) there's the neo situation that's true um i just feel like nlv records has like a great like talent for finding people with very unique bouncy sense and this is just is no exception to the rule yeah um it's like what i liked about it is that it is both bouncy in its production and yet the song is still chill
0: yeah yeah, for sure. Um, but speaking of Nao, Nao and Sir have a new song called Make It Out Alive. And last week there was that Masego and Sir song, and then a couple weeks ago there was that Nao and Muramasa song. And now I just feel like Masego and Muramasa really need to complete <laughs> that square. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was pretty good. Also, um, there was an RAC remix of this song called "Come Down" by Noah Kahan that I really liked. And then, last but not least, at least for me, there was a Jerry Folk EP. A couple weeks ago, he had um, "Sweetness on My Tongue," which was like super fun and funky. And now, um, the EP called "Leisure Tapes," I think, is out. It's more like conceptual and like heavily, heavily detuned. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, literally, maybe I had entire half stuff down. Um, but I really, really liked the song All In Me. About, like, two minutes in, there's, like, this really sick fucking little, like, synth melody that comes in that I really like. So, yeah, that was awesome. But anyway, that's it for me.
1: So, looking into the secret song started side of things. Uh, first off, we've got Ryan Playground's new single featuring Lontalius. Tallius. Um, which is called Empty Pool. Um, it's like v- very interesting and v- feels more secret songs y in that I mean, it feels more like Ryan Hemsworth in that like, it has um, a lot of like interesting, like intricately crafted samples and like sort of slow moving progressions. Um, and it, at about like a minute and 30 seconds, it like picks up and also Lontalius enters and it's great. Um, Your two
0: m- favorites, okay?
1: Yes, but it's mostly because, like i I think that it does the like Astro World thing of like doing features how they should be done, like the production on yeah. it and like the um and the percussion and stuff, and like the slight side chaining on Lontalius' voice is like perfect, where it's just like I can't picture anybody else doing this,
0: right, right, right. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, and then also, uh, No Rome's EP uh rest in peace Indo hisashi like came out finally
0: is this the one that has that song with the 1975
1: on it yeah it's called narcissist yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah since like we already kind of talked about pretty much all of the songs individually on this podcast before <laughs> when they were released as singles
0: because I, I literally remember because you're like the last one is going to be featuring the 1975
1: yeah because like the other three were already released as singles um so, like, I won't really cover, like, the music as much, but just, like, for the context, because, like, I felt like I needed to look this up is like, who is Indo Hisashi? He's a Japanese modern artist who worked a lot with um, oils on canvas and, like, texturing them in interesting ways. So, that was in, like, the actual, like, modern art, modern art uh, movement. Gotcha. he died in 2009. Dang. I'm not really sure exactly where the, No Rome gets the inspiration from besides just, like, both being art since like into asashi's visual art but sure why not
0: yeah is that literally it is that all we have
1: uh yeah i mean we could add more
0: <laughs> nah fuck that <laughs> it's backtrack time
1: all right so let me start it out uh and just play the first song because my backtracks are sort of twins couple days ago. Damn. Just wait till you hear these vocals. So that song is called Love on the Run by Clementine and the Galaxy okay it literally has less than a thousand plays on spotify this is
0: so classic
1: okay do you want to know how i know it it's in the movie eighth grade (laughs) okay um (laughs) sounds good so i saw the movie a couple of days ago um with some friends and so just like context about the music itself um or the the movie itself sorry uh The movie originally premiered as a part of Sundance, and then was released in theaters. And it stars Elsie Fisher, who's a girl who's in her last weeks, last two weeks of the eighth grade, and so that's basically sort of what's what it's about. Um, The movie felt like incredibly like real and like relatable to me personally. I think that it captures the essence of like that period of like life in general really well like I was as intensely uncomfortable in the theater as I was in the eighth grade
0: no I feel like I need to talk to someone else who has also seen this movie so that I can capture whether they just like perfectly got just eighth grade or if it was also uniquely your eighth grade
1: yeah and that's what I was like kind of thinking about because after like seeing it I started watching all these interviews with Elsie Fisher and like She, like, has some intense friend energies to me, personally. (laughs) Um, Okay.
0: So you have a friend crush.
1: By that, I mean she, like, plays D&D, has a podcast about it, listens to all of the same podcasts that I really love, and, like like, has, a, has, like, a great sense of humor. By that, I mean we'll tweet things that contain phrases like Jenkus Pinkus, which is <laughs> my sense of humor. Um, and so I was like, I don't know, maybe it's just, like, me because Elsie Fisher, like, has, like, a lot of similar interests as I do, apparently. But, okay, so I, like, was searching literally, like, far and wide for this song because it's not a part of the official eighth grade soundtrack because the the soundtrack is more like score from anna meredith um okay. and so like literally it's like like search on reddit for this song which is also must be why it has literally less than a thousand plays on Spotify. okay the other thing that i'm gonna say is that bef- right before doing this i uh watched the series finale of adventure time which is a show that started when i was uh in the, Wait the
0: series finale.
1: The series finale. Adventure uh, Time just ended, and that show started when I was in middle school. When I started, when I started like the sixth grade, and it just ended. And so, like a friend of mine was talking about how like this summer feels like the summer of middle school, <laughs> like right now, <laughs> because one, we were already marathoning a bunch of shows that we had watched in middle school. Like Avatar: The Last Airbender, for instance, classic. That, and we also revived our Minecraft accounts.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Next up is Neopets, dude.
1: We went hard. You Um, didn't go hard
0: enough if you didn't reactivate your Neopets. They're dying right now.
1: My Neopets (laughs) are. Their hunger is literally
0: on dying. It's red. They need to be bloated. They are not bloated. Please stop. (laughs) Your kachik is dying.
1: Wow, you really I
0: pulled that out. <laughs> I did it.
1: Wow. I I know I fully like had the full image of like exactly what it looks like.
0: Yeah, go get the big omelet. Go get your free omelet you bitch. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm crying. Anywho's <laughs> So adventure time, it ended. <clears throat>
1: Anyways, um, I, like, was, like, totally, of course, crying while this, like, episode was happening.
0: I'm crying now for my dead kajik. <laughs> okay, I'm so focused. I'm Holy focused. Shit. I in it to win it. We were crying in Adventure Time.
1: Um, anyways, I was, like, crying during that, and I, like, started doing a lot of, like, contemplating about, like, the middle school period of my life, basically, because of, like, all of these things that had already been happening. And... So I actually realized in thinking about the middle school time period, that the end of middle school was also when I first started to like split off and have my own music taste and like my own like discovery. And that was also when I got my, my SoundCloud account.
0: Aww. And I
1: remember I remember why? because then I, I also remember the first thing that was ever added to my SoundCloud library and why that is, but that's a backtrack for another time
0: whoa soundcloud should really do this like on this day thing that facebook does
1: oh that would be so fucking cool oh my god
0: that would be crazy i feel like
1: they don't have the facilities for that but yeah fully um up until that like time my main source of non-radio music was you when you would like make those like i would ask you to make those like zip files and then i would like Load I don't know like a hundred tracks into my iTunes account, wow, uh, iTunes library, and like do that? put them on my fucking like iPod Touch. And I remember this, I remember this song because it literally coincided with the last week that I had fucking braces.
0: Uh, oh no! <laughs> like
1: I'm so serious. Like we're just going full fucking middle school on it. That's crazy.
0: I'm worried because it's gonna make like your full middle school is gonna be like my full high school or even college and then i'm gonna be like my youth it's gone (laughs) (laughs) yeah play it (laughs) i'm ready
1: but here's the song that i played for a month that i also listened to while i had braces whose ep came out on my fucking 15th birthday here it is
0: whoa Holy shit!
1: This does make me feel
0: college. Are you sure this was when that happened? So this was. This must have been.
1: It was in 2013.
0: crazy song too because it's to our cinema club and madion yeah like that was a nutso collaboration i mean it sounds awesome and it i of course did not
1: know that the first time that i as heard it and I, I it was it was funny because the two songs reminded me of each other and i didn't really like realize the correlation of just like that's this shit that she keeps on listening to in her last week of middle school and this is the shit that i'm listening to as i'm going into high school one in 2013 the other one uh in like 2015 is when the first song was released but yeah
0: wow I have such different associations with that song (laughs) (laughs) like well because for me it was like September of 2013 I think I was probably just starting my sophomore year of college which was a crazy time and oh my god you're about to start your sophomore year of college yeah it's so crazy it's just so different like, you think you know shit, and that's the dangerous part. Because you're like, I got this. You know nothing. <laughs> Anyways.
1: So you got a backtrack too, huh?
0: <laughs> Theoretically. I was also going to do, like, a fatty segment, but I'm going to save it for next week, actually. Because I'm about to blow your fucking mind. And all I want to say is, this has nothing to do with what my actual backtrack is. But the segment is, this will shock you. It is about reggaeton and it started with a simple question where does the ton in a reggaeton come from <laughs> and it took me on a very long journey reading like a large academic treatise but none of that is for this backtrack I am literally just giving a trailer for next week's backtrack Oh, <laughs> and this one is a just, cliffhanger yeah this one's just a fun little tune that I like to play what if I just started playing Changing of the Seasons again? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everyone, this is Hillary motherfucking Duff. Why? Because last week I did Kaigo and I have literally nothing left to offer. Honestly, I should have done like fucking Come Clean or So Yesterday if I was really serious about my oh Hillary my God, Duff game. Oh yeah. If we're really talking middle
1: school, <laughs> you
0: all These dance moves
1: are really something.
0: <laughs> oh wait, this is the best part. What am I doing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. My kind. My, my. okay so anyways okay
1: this is your sean paul other side of love it
0: really is but less thought out literally less thought out because i literally it popped up on my fucking phone and i was like this is it this is what we're doing um okay so yeah that was hillary duff okay she has a new album well it's not new sorry she released an album more recently than the one that so yesterday was on, so it feels like it's new. <laughs> and um as you can see, that's a fucking bop. Like it has some fun syncopation in there. I love the little like synth. Does that, did that just... one ever become top forties? I feel like my kind. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you and I just listen to it a lot. Really, I feel like it. I don't think. So. I feel like it did. I think it was kind of close. Okay, and it even has like. It's, like, almost a do-da-do-da, but, like, not really, like, quite there. Yeah, I was gonna say that. But, so the reason that I found this song is... You know, on those like little in-flight entertainment things, like in in (laughs) the airplane. Uh, Oh wait, I do remember. Yeah, yeah. So we remember the discovery
1: of this song. We were
0: looking through like available like TV shows or like available movies, and then we were like, "Oh, they have music!" Like that's so rogue. We're like, "That's actually crazy." And I think I was like scrolling through. And Jay, just like as a fucking joke, just to be like, ha 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 ha. Like, I was like, yo, look, there's a Hillary Nap song. And Jay was like, eh, heh, 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 and then like press play. <laughs> and then I was like, I like stopped kind of like fighting and being like, eh, don't do that. And then I was just kind of like bopping. And then Jay was like, Wait, what? And I was like, yo, you gotta take a listen. It's actually quite good. You fool. <laughs> your plan backfired. The master. <laughs> and then we listened to it for like a plane ride. And it was awesome. And then I put it on my telephone and then I listened to it some more. <laughs> on your <year> old
1: telephone.
0: <laughs> on on my, my old ringer.
1: my celly
0: okay we gotta stop we i don't know any other words for cell phones so that's the main reason this bit needs to be done um but yeah so that's how i found this song throwback vibes hillary duff is doing great she dances in this music video she's like learning the routine it's like this meta like she's learning it with her dancers but it's like fun and she's like drinking water it's unclear like what she's rehearsing for if not the music video she is at that very moment recording but i was down for it
1: she's hydrating and that's what's important yeah
0: exactly exactly um so yeah that's a fun tune last week it's Kygo, <laughs> this week it's hillary duff <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> uh, anywho well. announcements We actually have one this week Yeah so we're
1: actually off next week I am going to be like Traveling and shit But it's like I, I don't know why I'm saying that like it's like not fun at all. I'm about to have a fucking blast. But uh, when we get back, we'll have like literally just come back from a fucking Sophie concert. Yeah, so we'll to be, both we'll be debriefing that.
0: But yeah. Um, I guess like subscribe. Seriously, like rate us apparently. Remember to like and subscribe. Like, I don't know, like feature you on Apple. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like it's like a good thing. For reals
1: though, please do like rate us on Apple Podcasts. It's not just so
0: I like feel Follow good about it. Follow us on it. Twitter.
1: Um,
0: it is, so I feel good about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but go yeah. check out this playlist.
0: See ya. not next week, but the week after that.